reach everyone possible, teach so we can grow, send and that day will come. Welcome to the 180 Project. podcast listeners this is andre with the 180 project reach teach and send podcast and we are excited today to start talking and diving into what really it means a lot to me personally and my family and that is the aspect of a blended family so to educate you guys a little bit about this podcast and what it's about it's really uh the concept of reaching people teaching people and sending people and uh in this uh episode what really we're trying to reach Uh, the blended family, whether believer or not believer, this is just going to be great content so that we could all just uh, learn how to get through difficult times in our lives as we're raising kids. And, um, as, and it seems to me that as as we look more into the blended family aspect, there's so many blended families out there and there's really not a ton of resources. There is, but uh, I think this could be a great way for us to just amplify what has worked in our home and been an effect uh, for us as a family. And we're still learning every single day, but today I just want to outline some stuff that has worked for us. So the concept of the 180 Project is, is completely to turn the opposite direction, to go a different way. And today would be to possibly try something different, uh, literally just make a U-turn of the way that you've uh, repeatedly done things. Uh, in our house, we call that insanity. Uh, the reputation of uh, things happening over and over and over again, uh, we're doing uh, more like a, a 3,060 turn, <laughs> you know, because we just keep going in circles. But we've come to the conclusion that we're going to do a 180 in the way we raise our kids and the way that we speak to each other, uh, me and my wife. And so that's been effective. And so today I want to look at one scripture uh, that I believe has probably made the biggest impact for me Uh, as we do things to blend our family and make uh, become a stronger unit with me and my wife uh, it's in the book it's in the New Testament in the in the in the first uh, book of Peter uh, if you don't know where that's at it's right next to uh, the second book of Peter uh, but it's first Peter chapter 3 uh, verse 17 if I'm not mistaken let me just get in my word right here um, uh, and that's not it is first Peter chapter 3 verse 7 so it says husbands in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as a weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers if you're listening i, I really want you to 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 really zoom in on this one piece because this is what literally drilled my heart so that nothing will hinder your prayers. And so as a believer, as a Christian, what do we do all day? Um, well, we're trained to, and we should, right? And we should pray. I mean, these are kind of like the basic 101 of Christianity that uh, it, prayer changes stuff. You know, they asked Billy Graham, I think it was uh, Greg Lowry asked uh, Billy Graham, he said, Billy, what, 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 come on, yeah, there has to be something. And I mean, come on, if, if if you don't know who Billy Graham is, you must be living under a rock for the last hundred years. But Billy Graham was the biggest evangelist of, of all time. And uh, Greg Larry asked him, he goes, there, there has to be something, Billy, there has to be something. And he paused for about a minute and a half and he said, I didn't pray enough. And I was just like, really? It, Billy? 
you didn't pray enough? And, then, and, and so Greg Kaido's response was the same way. And well, he said, I, I, I wish I could have done it more, but it took, so, it, it took the faith to really ignite the miracles to start unfolding through prayer, but he just wished that he could have prayed a lot more. And so as we hear things like this and we hear it through our pastor and our leadership and brothers and sisters, let me pray for you or uh, I'll pray for you or whatever uh, whatever direction it goes, we're in this consistent uh, um, uh, pretty much mindset that we pray. It's just the, the strongest foundation and pillar of our faith is that we continue to pray without ceasing. And we know that the Word of God explains that and encourages us to do that at all times. So if we do, and when we do, we do it in faith that there's things or needs that we're praying for. But so the first Peter chapter 3, the Apostle Paul is writing this. And, 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 and so I'm, I'm trying to understand... So if we pray and we're not really on the same page with our wives and we're married, well, they're going to be hindered. There's going to be a hindrance. Uh, could it be that God might turn his ear? I mean, I don't know if it's the context to say that, but I would say that there, hindrance means an actual blockage. That there's something that's not uh, letting it come to pass. And so I say this with, with, with uh, the idea to encourage you um, be on the right same page with your wives. When, when you're with your kids and things are just hitting the fan, um, we have to at, at one point try to, and I say it this way, my wife says it the same way, you got to let the wind out of the sail. You know, because sometimes we just go back and forth and it could be a, an argument or uh, um, a misunderstanding, but sometimes one of us just have to submit and we just have to try to get back to ground level and just try to compromise as much as we can and, and really be a unit together with me and my wife. And I think it's one of the most important things that as, as we continue to look, and we'll probably do a couple episodes on blended families because it really hits home to me. Um, to just give you an introduction on my family, uh, we, have, we have a lot of kids. Uh, probably too many kids, but we got uh, four boys. I uh, actually five boys. My stepson in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Nelson, twenty-one, DeAndre, sixteen, turning seventeen, uh, Quinton, turning fourteen, fifteen, Davian, turning fourteen, fifteen this year as well, uh, Tyler, turning thirteen. He's twelve, turning thirteen this year, and then the princess, um, turning two years old this year, and so we got. Out of the blended family, Nelson doesn't live with us. DeAndre's now living with his mom. Um, and so we got Davian, Tyler, and Quentin, and Eliana in the same house. And so we, it really does hit home. It does hit home to talk about this and just kind of share my, my real-life testimony. I mean, it, this is just organically just what my life is about and what has helped for me, what has helped me, and maybe explain some of my circumstances and see how we've gotten past uh, the challenges in, in raising this blended family. So that is my family of six, and um, it's been a challenge. You know, we there's a lot of boys in the house. It's it's crazy when DeAndre was there. Um, it seemed like it was almost, it's so weird because we don't want to say that it's true, but as sometimes it's like, you got the Reigns, which is uh, their their last name, and the Carreros on one side. And we're like this team that for some whatever reason seems like we might come against each other or something. Um, and it's just awkward. But there really isn't that. But it seems like there's still like this separation. It's, it's really strange. And so 
we we went to a marriage conference me and my wife went to a life to remember down in naples florida and they said something that was so incredible uh, uh helpful for us as we you know and i'm going to be honest you know uh and i think the transparency behind this podcast is important right i'm going to be honest you know the divorce word came up multiple times and uh it, what do you do? Well, you got to fight for your family. You got to fight for your marriage. And so me and my wife did that. And we went to a life to remember. Um, uh, I think it's, uh, one of the moody radio people, family, something family matters or something. Uh, actually that's a TV show, but no, um, it's, it's, it's an awesome uh, group of people. And, um, we learned from them. Did you know that nine out of 10 blended families, nine out of 10, nine out of 10 get divorced. So, so I, when they, like, they literally started the conference with that. And I, I looked at my wife and I'm like, Shh. mind you, we're not like, yeah. And I got to say, and just because I got to have a sense of humor. Right. So I, I didn't really want to go. Like I knew and uh, yeah, submit to your wives, love your wives. Like we get it. We're in the trenches. We're trying to get through this. I was stubborn. I didn't want to go. And so like, I, I'm not going to lie. kind of got dragged there, you know, but I went. And uh, I, I believe that my wife was doing this for our marriage. And so I went. And when I get there, there's like these guys in front of me and they're hugging and kissing their wives and they're all got their pencils sharpened and ready to go. I wasn't. I'm just going to be honest with you. I wasn't, you know, and I and but when I heard and look how the Holy Spirit works in our lives. Right. When I heard and, you know, I was just listening, kind of slouched down like uh, I really don't want to be here just kind of get through the first day of this conference and the first thing that they said at that conference was nine out of ten families are divorced that are blended if you know me for uh, more than five or ten minutes i like i got like a list that i gotta achieve i gotta cross things off i'm an achiever i'm like i i, I like to win i'm a winner and if christ is with us we're really winning to be honest with you it's just a matter of understanding what he could do for us so that we could get the win so i didn't like that I felt challenged and I was like, wait a second. No, well, we, we're not that nine out of 10. We're, we're going to be that 1%. And that was the day that we took that 180 turn and we began to start fighting for our families. And so we'll, again, we'll talk uh, more about different scenarios, different situations, whether it's communication or chores or not doing chores, grades, discipline, and all those things through through the next couple of episodes. But let me tell you a, a couple of situations that, that had happened. We, um, I mean, I hate to put people on blast, but uh, um, big ups to you, Quentin. I love you, anyways. But yeah, so, so we had we had some issues, right? And, and sometimes, of course, I'm sure if Michelle's here, she might be on the other side of the fence saying some issues that she has with uh, Davian and DeAndre. But just outlining something with you know Quentin, uh, Quentin and Tyler. We have a dog. The dog is beautiful, right? But for some weird reason, the biggest challenge in life is to take out the dog i don't i don't understand it. i don't know if other homes or or other people deal with this but uh i don't know why it's such a big deal to take out the dog it, it i don't know what it is and so i take that dog and we feed them and you know we play with them but when for whatever reason when i say can you take out the dog it's like all hell breaks loose all hell breaks loose well it wasn't me i did it yesterday i did it five minutes ago or it's not fair and and all these things and you know one morning i'm just like trying to just get up it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm cooking breakfast. We're working. My wife's getting the baby ready. I look over at, and, and not to put anybody on blast, but I looked over at someone and I said, hey, can you take the dog out? And he just looked at me and with the straightest face, oh, he was 100%. Like, that's what he wanted to say. He said, why don't you take out the dog? 
Why don't why don't you do that? Why you always got me doing stuff? You know, and I I learned there that I'm dealing with a child, you know, and I learned there that there's certain ways that I cannot react. Now, I haven't always been a Christian. I haven't always carried myself in a way of respect to my kids, and and uh, I'm growing more and learning more every single day. And uh, old Andre, I, I, I might have put him through a wall. I'm just being honest. You know, I don't know how to react to him. I'm, I'm raised Catholic, uh, Catholicism, Catholic, Spanish, Colombian. I mean, I say anything to my dad, I'm, I'm can't sit down, you know, or I get a broom across my head or a sandal, whatever you want to call it. It's just tolerance, stuff like that. You know, growing up in a family that there was zero tolerance for disrespect to your parents, even though I choose to do that sometimes and pay the consequences. But we grew up in a way that you just don't say certain things like that, especially to your parents, you know. And so the way I took that at that moment was just don't say nothing. And we know tons of scripture that says it's better to say nothing than to say something. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason so that we would listen more and talk less. And uh, I believe that that it really self-control has been probably one of my biggest victories so far in my house, as, as a lot of other things have been. But self-control is just so important because we like, like, let's just be honest, you know, we're, we're in our flesh, you know, uh, a Cuban place just opened up, right? Completely off topic, but Cuban place just opened up. Like, I've been thinking about it for two days. I struggle with the flesh. I want to go down there and taste their food. They put pictures on the um, Facebook and all this stuff. I go down there. I raced. We have a problem with our flesh. We just do. You know, we, we, we're in this constant fight. And so if you could relate with sometimes seeing that juicy burger on TV and you're like, oh, you know, yeah, it's it's good it looks good you know what that's called that's called your flesh so if you struggle with that with like every other human being on this planet now you could put it in the arena of like okay so there's i have flesh problems at home and the way those could be translated is sometimes oh you get poked at and how is your flesh going to react because it's really not the the spirit that's inside of you as christians we believe that christ is in us but you get poked the wrong way or something goes wrong and 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 you just react it's so important that and i'm happy what we're discussing this as we kick off this little blended family uh, episode deal that self-control is important because people are looking at us my kids are looking at us you know and and to be honest with you when i first got married with my wife and i, I remember i used to go around and, and knock on their doors and say there's a new sheriff in town you know and i i I, I thought that was the stupidest thing I could have ever done, you know, because I'm over here pounding my chest saying there's a new sheriff in town playing around, but they're probably sitting in the room like, I hate this guy. Like he's coming in here. I'm not even building a relationship with that's what we're going to talk about on the next one. Um, but I'm not even, I wasn't even trying to build a relationship. So self-control, even if it bothers you, like just control yourself. Go for a walk. You know what works for me? When me and my wife are, where I feel like it's, I just can't even talk because of the frustration, I say, I'll be back. I'll just walk out and give me about 20 minutes to go for a ride and I'll come back. And I got to tell you, every single time I go for that ride, it's like 
the Holy Spirit just completely corrects me all the time. Sometimes we need that time alone um, with God uh, in situations like this because you and I know that the enemy, his goal, his mission is to break the family unit. That's just, it's his mission. It's his mission. And we need to, as as fathers, and most importantly, these boys, these boys that are that we're raising, my God, I, I, I'm so humbled now as I begin to start looking at it a different lens and stop looking at it foolishly like I was before. It's just like God has like actually entrusted me with five souls of men in my house. And, you know, the, the two are not there, but I still talk to them. I still encourage them. I still go see them. And so he's allowed me to be a part of their lives so that I may have the opportunity to raise them up as godly men and most importantly, teach them the importance of being in a marriage, you know, uh, the importance of keeping your wife and not having a divorce. You know, a, a lot of these things that I've been learning as as we continue to grow in this blended family and uh, what we heard down at uh, the weekend to remember uh, that weekend, did you know, because okay, I didn't know. So these, when I get nuggets like this, I just want to share. Did you know that um, if if a wife brings the gospel into the house and shares with her husband and their kids uh there's like a, a 10 to 15% chance that the household will get saved. Um, if the kids bring the, God, I'm sorry, I think it's 30% chance. And some of these percentages might be off a little bit, but they're roughly estimated at that that percentage. If the if the kids, the wife brings it in, it's about a 30, 35% chance that the household gets saved. If the kids bring the gospel into the house, there's like about a 10, 15% chance that the household will receive the gospel. And these are statistics that were expressed during this conference. Yet, however, if the if the men, if the leader of the house brings the gospel into the house, there's a 90% chance that the household will get saved. So how is how important is that as we begin to uh, build a, a, a legacy for our family that my kids will carry on, number one, loving God and honoring God, but most importantly after that is keeping their marriage with their wife. You know, we have to... Uh, uh, showcase it or we have to uh, be the example to our children and I know that and I hope that this podcast would be around for a long time and my kids could listen to this you have to fight for your family there's just no other way and when you feel like you've gotten a victory and I'm just being honest we're gonna have a lot of them but we're gonna have a lot of trials and there's going to be a lot of fights, and there's going to be a lot of wars, and it's not amongst us; it's amongst uh, our, uh, an enemy, and we know who that enemy is that wants to destroy our family. So, kids, you gotta fight for your family. When you get older, and you hear this podcast, you have to fight for your family. It's so important. And um, I, I also, you know, when it when it comes to um, uh, a, a multiple things that happen in in our household. There's just so many that I can't put in in this time of, of this podcast. But I just I really want to encourage that one person. And also I 
I haven't gotten a chance yet to put the link on our website on the180project.org, but we're going to go ahead and put a link there that's going to have a podcast link, and it's just going to have a form. If you're in the Venice area or Sarasota area or, or somewhere else, I don't know if we could maybe get somebody on the phone and maybe share some stuff. I don't know. I got to ask the producers here, but there could probably be a possibility that we could do that. Um, they're actually nodding yes. So uh, we want to hear stories because guess what? I don't have it all figured out. I really don't. And I don't think I ever will until I meet Christ. But we need to, come on, let's lock arms to all blended families, even if they're not blended families. Like, what's working? How, what have you seen to f- be effective in your house? Like, we want to hear that. That's why we do these podcasts. That's why we put them on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, because we want to share this stuff and share it for people that when say, my God, you don't even understand the struggles that I'm going with with my kids. And well, we don't understand, but we could give you uh, an avenue to listen in and maybe get some, some um, hope, you know? So main purpose behind this one episode is communication is so important communicate communicating with my spouse me being on the same being on the same unit together as a team um if we do have differences you know let's communicate about that and i've been working on that a lot it's probably one of the most important things because after i read this scripture in first peter 3 7 um it would be almost like foolish to even pray if if me and my wife were not on the same page and it's like I would even consider it making it a mockery of of prayer. Why? And the only reason why is because now I know. <laughs> so if you're listening, guess what? Now you know. First Peter three seven says that if if you I mean, you and your wife are not cool, well, don't even pray to God. Yeah, that that that's what it says there, and the context is there. And you know, we we could take apart this scripture a little bit more, um, but just because the time doesn't allow. Um, I, there's just so much to expound on it, but the one word that pops out is hindrance. There's a blockage. God cannot activate the power of his Holy Spirit and the, and the activation of your prayer if you are not right with your wife. So I'm going to continue to pray for me and my wife that we would have the conviction of this scripture, that if we hide that scripture in our hearts, because we're always praying, and we're praying for revival, we're praying for our kids, we're praying for health, we're praying for the lost, and all these things that God puts on our heart to pray for, and for us to not be able to know that these prayers are going to be effective because of our selfishness, because of our pride, maybe. Um, I'm not prideful, though. That's I just want to make that clear. Um <laughs> Alex, I know Alex is going to probably hear this. He said, show me a person that said he's not prideful and there's your prideful man. So I'm just, I try to have some type of sense of humor here. We got to have some type of sense of humor. But yeah, by the way, I, I'm i not prideful, but I, I deal, still deal with issues. And um, let's just change the subject. The, the deal is I have issues and I think we all do, but we, we just deal with stuff. But if we got to get on the same page with our wives, um, we, we just started doing counseling. Um it's good. Uh, I think it's effective. I think it, w- w- what's been more effective is that I can spend time with her and be with her for uh, just time where it's like not crazy. Uh, kids running around. And so we, we've been trying to practice more of having a date night and, you know, being more intentional about spending time with one another. Um, so I don't I don't really know um, uh, any other way to start off a blended family uh, podcast other than 
number one, make sure that you have a relationship with God, uh, or, or at least try to have a communication communication with God in order to, so that he could give you the wisdom on how to act and how to carry yourself in your house and through your marriage. And then number two, invest into your wife. I'm trying to my best and try to be intentional with date nights and counseling and communication. And so I think for today, um, we've probably put up a pillar. One of the pillars that I think are the most important is talk with God make sure that your vertical relationship is on point because if your vertical relationship is on point and we say vertical because we look up right to god and we believe that he listens to us when we pray if your vertical relationship with god is good then your horizontal relationships with your wife with your kids and with colleagues and co-workers and business owners then that's going to be all good but remember the vertical relationship with you and god have to be on point so what does that even mean? If you're listening, it's like, I have no idea what a vertical relationship with God means. Really what it means is that uh, having an understanding that uh, we obviously can't do this on our own. There's no possible way. And the creator that created us into his image had a plan for us. And that was for us to have uh, the knowledge and wisdom through the word of God, uh, which is called the Bible. We believe that the word of God is really uh, a breathed by breathed by god written by men of god and it's transformed people's lives for thousands of years in history and so i encourage you if 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 you are a little bit curious about what this even means um ask god just have that if, if you're driving just pull over for a second and just say god i just want to do things different and this is what i said if you are who you are and you're all this almighty god then do something, do something in my life. And eight years later, it's completely transformed my life. It is the best decision that I have ever made. And it's the best decision that you're going to ever make. So before we move any further into how to blend this family or have an effective marriage, make sure that, that you could express that to God. You know, he's our father. He won't, we're going to screw up. He's not like there to point at us and, and tell us about all our mistakes. Actually, he's there with his arms open, ready to forgive us and, and, and help us through the process. It is very hard. I've done it both ways. I've done it both ways, with God and without God. Without God, it led to death. And when I mean death, literal death. Um, it was toxic. It was bad. And now with God, a complete transformation an act of serving more, an act of loving more, trying to have the power of self-control, having compassion and love and grace towards my kids. So I just want to lead you in a prayer, and if that's you, let's pray together. Father, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have um, this time together, Lord, and whoever this reaches, whether it's my kids or family or or just a listener just trying to tune in and, and wondering about what, what, what this vertical relationship is with you, Lord. I pray, God, that the Holy Spirit will move in their hearts and it will begin to start doing this work, Lord, 
oh lord you work so good you work so good in our hearts lord i just pray god that you continue to do the work in my heart and the listener's heart and the person that's out there just know wants to know more about you lord that they would today ask for repentance and that they would ask for a new life lord lord you're an incredible god and you you're ready to use every single soul on this earth to bring forward the gospel lord but we need to start in our homes and protect our families lord i pray that you would continue to protect all the families lord and that we could find a way that that would honor you lord through that we love you and we thank you lord it's in your precious name we pray in jesus name amen god bless you guys and uh, we'll catch up next week and we'll be talking next week about relationship building love you guys god bless have a great day This podcast has been produced by Whiskey Barrel Productions. For more information on our services, go to whiskeybarrelproductions.com or follow us on social media.